Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? Ready. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NFL. Herbert looks to Eckler. Caught. Herbert to Eckler, 14 yards. Carr will go back into the gun on this third down. Takes it back, looks in the end zone, looks for a crosser. Throws deep corner, jump ball, touchdown! Jackpot, baby! Later touchdown, Darren Waller! Yeah, baby! Going to hand it to Eckler. Eckler has a hold of the five, inside the one! Touchdown! Chargers! He matches his one through the air with one on the ground. Chargers up 21-0. And they hold on to beat the Raiders 28-14. There's only one undefeated team in the NFL. The Raiders were one of two. They go down to defeat the Arizona Cardinals, the only team to make it to 4-0. A long list of teams at 3-1, including both the teams that played last night. The problem was they got down 21-0. They can always come back 14 14, they've proven that. Yeah, but 21. Well, they had the ball. They completed a long pass and then got stalled. And then yep. Chargers had a nice drive. And our guy, Justin Herbert, is really good. Fun to watch. So the Raiders struggle to run the ball. How come after they, they throw do. the long pass, they decide, let's run it. Let's run it again. The Chargers have to be over there like, yeah, you do that. You just keep running the ball, guys. I was over there saying that, too. It wasn't just the Chargers. It wasn't just you guys. Gifted them that. They had them on their heels, and they gifted it. So you're them. questioning the play caller. I am. A hundred percent. I am, and I was. 49ers could have starting quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo and left tackle Trent Williams back in the lineup Sunday against the Cardinals. Their injuries diagnosed as less serious than originally feared. Garoppolo with a calf injury, Williams with a shoulder problem. So Niners could be getting their guys back. Bless them, I hope they do. Jaguars coach Urban Meyer apologized to his team, his family, and owner Shad Khan after a viral video surfaced over the weekend. Showed a young dancing close to his lap at his restaurant in Columbus, Ohio. It's called a lap dance there, buddy. Yeah, not in his lap, like a lap dance. Oh. Closed. No, buttocks was touching groin area. That's a Believe me, I'm an expert on lap dancing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's frightening <laughs> on multiple levels. <laughs> I've given many. <laughs> uh, and we're done. We're off I'm to out. a rolling start. Yuck, I'm feeling nauseous. I'm going to call in sick. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I gotta, gotta go now. Hey, I gotta augment the salary, man. <laughs> I'm a hardworking American. My old man worked two jobs my whole life. <laughs> you do the radio and you get a buck of, a buck of page view. You don't need a third job, especially that one. <laughs> Washington football team has placed head athletic trainer, trainer Ryan Vermillion on administrative leave. What a spokesperson called an ongoing criminal investigation unrelated to the club. The DEA and the Loudoun County Sheriff's Department conducted a search at Washington's practice facility on Friday. So it's Smugglers Blues! So it's not related to the team, but they're going to raid the team facility, you know. Well, he's got other stuff going on. He's got a side gig. 
He's got a second job, maybe? I don't know. He's got something stashed that the team doesn't know about. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. I want to say this first. Ultimately, I'm responsible for, for the performance of this team. I've always been responsible, and I always will be. No, that's not true. Ed Orgeron taking the blame for the team's 3-2 and two start. Blew a lead and lost to Auburn. When you're canned here, you will no longer be responsible. Mm-hmm. Think he's gone this year? Two years removed I don't from know what his contract perfect is. season? Well, I mean, they did it to, uh, who was it, Shizik? And Malzahn, so... Auburn does it. Will LSU do it? The SEC does it. Top of the SEC, right? Everybody who wants to be Alabama but isn't. SEC announced Kentucky's been fined $250,000 for a third violation of the league's access to competition area policy. Would you like to translate that into plain English? Oh, rushing the field. I think, like, they should have video and then just cite each individual. Right? They've done it in other places. They're doing it in something... Trespassing. Some big thing that happened in January. Much far, far more serious. And But here, have cameras. Have drones above the stadium. We will identify. We'll come <laughs> get you. And we'll find you. And you'll pay the fine. Skycam just spinning around up there. Facial recognition, recognition data. We'll get you. That was the Wildcats' first win over Florida... In Lexington in 35 years. Now, they don't play every year, but... Yeah. I, I don't necessarily have a problem with the stormation of the field if it's done appropriately, meaning you stay away from the opposing the team. team yeah. You get you that six-feet rule, let's double it. <laughs> and, you know, if you should gray, run by them, uh, then you do nothing. I was at the Phoenix Open once, and you know how they'll tee off... And then they'll let the f- people cross the fairway after the guys pass. Yep. Well, I'm walking. They let us go. And I'm looking down at the ground. And for some reason, unbeknownst to the marshals, Jordan Spieth did not go. <laughs> and now he's got to negotiate the crowd. Well, that includes you. <laughs> it's me, really. It's just like me. And I'm two inches from him. I look up and he's right there. And the marshal just goes screaming at me like, Dude, you said I could go. And he doesn't know my background that and I actually have a press pass too. And so I'm not going to say I'm not I'm literally not going to say a word to him, right? But uh, as long as that's the case and then he realized you know, I am of no danger to Jordan Spieth. I can totally see you walk with your head down. You do it all the time. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it a million. I can totally see that happening. Right. And I didn't look up till I heard the marshal screaming, and Jordan Spieth is right in front of me to my left. So the storming, you must stay away. There can be no going up to Bronco nothing, and him nothing. turning and suspender yeah, boy. Right. That stuff can't happen. That's completely out of control. If you, at the college level, if you want to go jump with your teammates or classmates, I can live with that. You don't belong on the field in the immediacy if you're over 25. Unless you're dragging out <laughs> the undergraduate stuff. Uh, afterward, after the visiting team has left and you've got your 10-year-old boy and you want to go down and take a picture under the goalposts, let him run the sideline. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Fine. But I think it can be done in a manner. Because if you do that, then 
after a while, the the dad and the ten year old boy will have the pitcher, and he'll be less inclined to do it. And so it'll just be the the kids in the class. I mean, mm-hmm. I did it in high school once. I remember we had a big game. They won. Those are my guys. They were my friends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is no big deal. We we celebrated together. And I remember jogging with them as they went into the locker room because I had some really good friends when I was a senior who were on the football team, obviously, right? And as you know, I was a big-time jock myself, played the odd corner. So, golden glove winner. Three errors and only 55 chances. Only three errors and 55 chances. I, I misplayed the only. In basketball, it could only be the students. No 54-year-old uh, boosters running around. No. There. So, sorry, Arizona. That's why they never stormed the floor. DJ. One of my classmates. Everybody, everybody over 80 with their canes and their yeah. walkers coming down. The yes, it's all, be there in a minute. That's all who goes to those games. Be there in a minute. In Hold Tucson. on. DJ and PK. Hashtag Utah Jazz. DeJounte Murray rocks the baby back and forth. Top of the circle comes off a pick, flares it back out. Nice rotation by the Jazz, and Mitchell's got a steal. 12 seconds left in the quarter. Royce is going to attack the rack and pack. Two-hander. Clarkson open, sets his feet for three straight away, and tickles the twine. 36-28, Jazz down by eight in the first preseason game. Teague in and out dribble, nice move, gets in the lane, puts it off the glass, but it's blocked first by Liddell. His outlet pass stolen by Butler. Butler then attacks the basket, and reverse side layup is good. David Locke on the call. The first preseason game is in the books. The Jazz, well, the portions of the Jazz that played were beaten by the San Antonio Spurs, 111-85. to that's pathetic. What a miserable performance. <laughs> blown out like that. <laughs> oh, man. Joke. The fake emotion you can work out for the pre- first preseason game. The Rudys didn't play. No Rudy Gobert. No Rudy Gay. No Bogey. No Joe Ingles. So what you're saying is, Tony Fruity, no Rudys! Two starters. DNP. Two key roca- rotation guys off the bench. DNP. Mitchell, get, Mitchell played 22 minutes, Conley 16. It was that kind of night. Oh, yeah, who cares? I'm going to get Locke when... You're going to get him? When he does, when Rudy blocks a shot big time. Tony Fruity! Oh, Rudy! Okay, so you, you want to say that. I will get him to say that. That's going to be my... Let's go. My call all he may not, season. He may not fight you on it. What if he sprints to it? Will that be disappointing if it's no. too easy? No, okay. no, 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 no. Because I'm going to do it. Anytime he makes a big play, def- he makes a big block, I'm going to tweet out, Tony Fruity! Oh, Rudy! Okay, there you go. That's what <laughs> social media should be for, that kind of stuff. Oh, and then I'm going to get very political. <laughs> You've already done that once in this segment. I have? Yeah. Political? You brought up January 6th. That's political. Yeah, but that's serious. I, w- I, was- I wasn't making a political statement. Okay, you got me there, but it was still a political reference. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'm mm. going to make political statements. Mm, all right. I'm not going to encourage people to vote. That's political. No, I'm going to make divisive, dividing political statements on Twitter starting the first game of the jazz season. <laughs> every, every time they make a free throw, you will anger someone. <laughs> All right, Jazz, uh, at least portions of them will be back in action tomorrow night in Dallas against the Mavericks, 6 o'clock. 
AT&T Sportsnet. So continue to play a bunch of guys and figure out which guys they want to hold on to and who they might not want to hold on to and get all that. Has anybody out. had more hype for a second-round pick than Butler? You're getting a lot of hype, man. Um, Millsap? I mean, I got to go no. back. Really? No. No one was saying Millsap was going to be in the rotation. Here we got Locke himself, the genius of all jazz, saying it will see if when Conley's out, who takes the minutes, Forrest or Butler? For a team where a lot of things are set, that is something to talk about in the preseason. You got to talk about something. And a lot of this is... Okay, how good can Tread Forrest be? We're already putting him in a 50-50 competition with a guy who's been in the NBA. That's very rare for a second-round pick. It's a true story. Maybe he's good enough. I have no idea. I couldn't watch the game. We didn't. He didn't play in summer league. I got no clue. We will find out going I mean, we forward. We will find out for sure. Yes. yes, you will be able to see tomorrow night's game. AT&T Sportsnet. We'll have the Jazz Maverick game from Dallas, six o'clock Wednesday night. I'll be flicking back and forth between Dodgers and Cardinals and uh, this ball game. Well, wild card baseball. Yeah. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Warriors swingman Andrew Wiggins explained his decision to get the COVID vaccine. He felt forced to do so in order to continue his NBA career. Quote, the only options were to get vaccinated or not play in the NBA. It's a tough decision. Hopefully it all works out in the long run. In 10 years, I'm still healthy. He had applied for a a religious exemption, but that was denied. They have religious exemptions? I don't know if they've granted any. I mean, officially they have one. Whoever grants them. <laughs> he I mean, I, to the the commissioner is delegated to somebody. I don't know. Oh, you're speaking NBA. Yeah, the NBA. Oh. Right. He applied. To I the didn't NBA. know you could not get drafted because of. He applied to the NBA exemption. for a religious exemption that was denied. What's his religion? I don't know. Players Association and the NBA. He's a Christian. Have agreed to. I don't know. I'll Google that for you in the break. You're trying to get me to do something? You don't really care. You just want to see if you can get me to the keyboard? (laughs) The NBA and the Players Association have agreed to a reduction in pay. And and it's a remarkable fraction. Why isn't 182nd? It's 191.6th of a player's salary for every game an unvaccinated player misses because of local COVID-19 vaccine mandates. Sources tell ESPN. I don't know. Uh, how much is Kyrie Irving going to lose if he misses a game? Let's just get it in plain English. There it is. I've got a headache. He'd lose three hundred eighty thousand a game, and it could become fifteen million if he doesn't get vaccinated at any point this season. So, now to something. So you now care you're politics. You're getting politics right there. What? Because vaccinations are become political. You're getting political. You just mentioned it. Yep. Same thing I did. No. Don't roll oh, bull crap. <laughs> it's different. It, it's not. It's about whether an NBA player misses a game or not. That's political in some regard. <laughs> some people <laughs> view some this vaccination spiel as political. I get political, but not you, Mr. Nice Guy. I agree. DJ and PK. Choke. Hilarious. Hashtag Major League Baseball. AL wildcard game tonight. ESPN's so happy they got the Yankees and Red Sox. This could have worked out wrong. Could have had the Mariners and the Jays. Thank hey. goodness they got the Yankees hey. and the Red Sox. Yeah, I know. I feel for you. No, they don't. Nothing compares to them. If that's your scale, this is what they want. 
It's like... They'd uh, rather have a series. What's the guy? Don yeah. Felder wanted to sing uh, Victim of Love, and they said, no, uh, you're not as good enough... Uh, as Don Henley, and he said, well, if you're going to compare me to Don Henley, then you need to compare everyone to Don Henley, <laughs> because nobody's as good a singer as he is. And his point was well taken. Same thing here. If you're going to, you can compare anybody in the in, in almost any sport to... Yankees-Red Sox. Yes. Yes. I mean, That's we, an we unfair could have, comparison. We could have a Dodger-Giant series here real quick, and that would be a big deal, but it wouldn't be as big a deal as Yankees-Red Sox. So don't pick on those other two teams who had pretty doggone good seasons. They did. 90 wins. 90 and 91. That's good. That is, absolutely. 90 is the number. And two of them got there and didn't get in. And the Jays got like eight guys that are 22. (laughs) Really, really young squad. Yeah. How many teams got in with 80-something wins? Was it just the Braves? Are they the only one who made it without getting to 90? I think they were. I was thinking about this uh, Sunday when I was telling you about the uh, the Yankees, uh, the Dodgers with the most wins ever by a defending World Series winner. And you had said, oh, you thought maybe the Yankees would have done it. Well, back in the day, along, along a lot of those Yankee teams were only playing 154 games. Good point. So, uh, because that Roger Maris thing what was in the 60s when he hit the home runs, it was uh, controversial. Uh I was wondering, do we come a time, is there come a point where we see no divisions? And so you have a balanced schedule as much as possible, and then you just take the, like the Big 12 has done. You know, I you, think if you're going to do that, you have to get rid of the leagues because. No, <clears throat> I don't think Because so. you'd have more, you'd have so much more travel, and you'd have less of the regional rivalries. I, I and everybody that. thrives I on that. You know, it's a they, they experimented with yeah, it last year. but at the same year. time, when the Yankees come to town, everybody goes nuts. True story. So it's a give and take to a degree. Right, but I think there's more, more give and less taken. Well, yeah, so then ESPN would be pissed because then we wouldn't see Yankees-Red Sox every 19 times. Game. Right, yeah. Yeah, so I understand But they that. did experiment last year with playing only in your time zone mm-hmm. because the East Coast teams, and you know this from growing up, you know, a road game oh, yeah, from yeah. the West Coast that starts at 10 o'clock at night that goes to 1 in the morning on a weeknight, not optimal for uh, making TV money. I understand. And on the West Coast, playing at 4.30 in Washington, D.C. or Philly or New York, not optimal. So if they're going to get rid of the – if they're going to balance the schedules, at least get rid of the leagues – she got mm. more games in the time zone. Yeah, I don't think we'll. I don't think we'll see that. Okay. I kind of, we're kind of easing there with the NBA. They just really use the divisions. I mean, the primary thing is to make sure you play your regional rivals. And more that's often. disappointed me because the Jazz have been robbed of the opportunity to celebrate the Northwest Division Championship. Right. And I've been furious about that, and you mocked me, and it hurt personally. Mets are going to change managers. Luis Rojas out after two seasons. He's gone. Joe West is retiring. He has umpired the most games in Major League Baseball history. Broke the record in May. Now he's done. He came back to set the record because he thought he would have got it last year, but then obviously the season was reduced to dramatically. Truncated, if you will. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. 
All right, we're talking Utes and Cougars later today. Frank Dolce, Ute Insider, analyst for the Zone Sports Network at 8 o'clock. Dylan Cauley, former BYU receiver, coming up at 9 o'clock right here on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. and the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. The Utes look to pick up their first ever win in the Coliseum as they hit the road to square off against the Trojans of USC. Catch the Ute pregame show Saturday at 5 o'clock with the postgame show immediately following the game. From Monday morning to the postgame press conference, Nobody brings you better coverage of youth football. You ready? Yeah! The 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK, Hot Takes or Toast is brought to you by Utah Facial Plastics. Losing your hair, it's 2021 and you don't have to. UFP Hair Restoration offers a range of cutting-edge therapies to restore thick hair permanently. Just text HAIR to 801-960-3137 for 15% off any hair loss treatment or visit www.utahairmd.com. Question of the day. Urban Meyer making news. Do you think of, any, think of him any differently now? Yeah. Way to go, Herb. <laughs> <laughs> no one believes you think that. You can't even bluff that. Hey, come on, man. Way to crack yourself up, though. <laughs> That's why I get up each day. <laughs> <laughs> How will I make me laugh today? Well, yeah, you have to, man. <laughs> That's part of the deal in life. If you're not doing that, what are you? what's the point here, man? you got to have some fun, right? I guess that's what Urban's thinking. Yeah. A <laughs> hey, tough loss. What they play on Thursday? I don't even remember who beat them, but they lost. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I thought it was Cincinnati. Yeah, because that's why he was there. Right. That's why he's in Ohio. Okay, so he goes yeah, to Columbus. Yeah, he's he's got a, Cincinnati. Right? He goes to his restaurant in Columbus. Yeah. Has dinner. Yeah. Sees the grandkids. And parties like a rock star. Dances with one of the grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, Urban was never not, ooh, double negative right out of the gate, Urban was never not a garbage human. Hell of a football coach, though. Oh, so he's always a garbage human? A garbage gar- human. A garbage human being. Because <laughs> you know Urban Meyer. <laughs> uh, Jason, no different, grateful for what he did with the youth. But since he's left Utah, controversy is not far behind. This is nothing new. You wonder if he would have had it at Utah. Because he was here so briefly that there wasn't really any time. And the fan base and its school and everybody associated with the football program was starving for what he brought them. So he rode in on the white horse and rode off on the white horse. You know what I mean? Unbelievable 18 months on the job. Right. It was just the ultimate uh, fling in coaching parlance. So everybody thought, wow, that was unbelievable because he literally took you to places you'd never been. And at the and time, no one years. thought. And at the time, no one thought anyone was getting there. No one's going to bust the BCS. The second year, I thought that you know they had because Ron McBride had some pretty good teams. Uh, so that first year was not dramatically different from what Ron McBride had accomplished at his highest. 
He'd had a 10-2 and two team. Yeah. He'd not had a conference and outright right. shared a title. That was the difference, obviously. And then the second year, being able to bust the BCS and all that stuff, sure. That, that he took, even Urban himself topped himself. And that first year was wonderful, and the second year was even greater. It was far-fetched to believe that they could go undefeated and play in the festival, 50,000 youth fans. I'll always remember the a look on Chris Hill's face. Uh, sitting, standing in the press box high above uh, Sundell Stadium there, and you're way up there, and you can see just thousands of red pouring into the stadium. And you saw it all over town, all over. I mean, they made me go. I Walking around Old Town Scottsdale, you saw it. Or old, uh, I, I saw Craig Hansen in Old Town Scottsdale. Former boss of ours. Yeah. Did you see the email we got? I did not. Oh, you should check it out. Uh, yeah. He sent us all an email. Uh, and so he was there. Yes, he owned some radio stations down in St. George. He was a big player in radio. He's the one who uh, started the station, the zone. He had a significant say in it. And I remember seeing him and his family. Huge say in it. Yeah. Massive. Yeah. And uh, I saw he and his family, Old Town Scottsdale. It's a tourist area. Probably many of you have been there. It's just uh, not more than five miles north of Sundell Stadium. And so he was there. And then I went to the the Tribune made me go to the parade, the Fiesta Bowl parade, friggin' cover the thing. Uh, I wrote like a 25-inch story. They ran three inches. <laughs> <laughs> and why is that significant? Normally that wouldn't matter. But the Devils were playing in the Sun Bowl, I believe, at the time. And I had an opportunity to hang out with some friends and watch the game. Instead, you wrote a story that didn't write. Yes. <laughs> right, right. I don't mind working, <laughs> yeah, right, but right, right. I don't need to practice working. Right. Because, now this is this is ancient, because in those days, they had what they called a, del- a newspaper, and so you only had a finite amount of space. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they ran out of space. <laughs> Tell me more, Grandpa. <laughs> there was no such thing back I'm not, then. I'm not over it? 60. I don't remember such things. <laughs> well, yeah, I do. Uh, having worked there, yeah, because now today you just slap it on the internet and away you go. Yep. Right? Uh, but there they had a finite amount of space on the, it was 120 inches on each page of a newspaper. And so they ran out of space. So they just took a couple of quotes and plucked it into a larger story. Uh, but that was an incredible time. That was one of the most fun weeks that I have ever had in my 75 year radio career or <laughs> journalism career. Uh, it was It was a lot of fun to be down there. It was just hopping like crazy and the game was almost secondary because you knew how it was going to end but urban did what he did and it was tremendous my thought on this is this is a bigger issue rather than urban meyer having some young gal jiggle up against him or whatever you want to say what is expectation for our players coaches what should we demand of them now i saw last night the Atlanta WNBA team, several ladies on the team, you can find this on the internet, were out. There was like a, a truck, you know, a, a food truck. You go up buy tacos or hamburgers or yep. whatever, you know, we've yep. seen them. And these gals, several of them are just brawling with people. I mean, a hardcore brawl. 
I mean, they are just going to town. WSB-TV Atlanta Dream player apologizes after being involved in fight near food truck. Yeah, I mean, it was not just a little pushing and shoving hair pulling or, you know, whatever the not proverbial that that female okay, thing. This no, this, is, this was legit brawl. Uh, uh, Ron Artest is saying, whoa. And this was something. Uh, and that, that could be viewed as breaking the law. Urban wasn't breaking the law. You break the law, that's a whole other story. I'm watching that fight right now. Sorry, do the radio show. It's nasty, man. It goes it on. It is. It's a, it's a battle royale. <laughs> the camera can't get all of the fighting yeah. because it splits up. It goes over And then by you a think car. it's going to end, and it doesn't end. It's not just a snippet. It goes right. And you're right. Someone, if someone got charged with assault, I don't have any idea how this started or what happened. But if you told right. me someone got charged with right. assault, I wouldn't be surprised. Right. And there's one gal. She's very tall. Yep. And she's just punching away. I'm like, wh- what the heck here? And and these were the gals who told us who to vote in uh, Atlanta and Georgia for what was it, a Senate? I mean, they wore T-shirts and everything. They told us who we were supposed to vote for. Now they're brawling by a food truck. Right, right. So be very careful on some of these people who tell you what to think. Yeah, but over here, you know, do we have some of that in our own town? I don't know. I have it other places. So they want to they want to tell you all their political beliefs. So what about over here? That never that never changes. <laughs> that just never changes. So what does the public accept? And now Urban apologized and all that stuff. Did, did he have to apologize? Did he do anything wrong? Not to me. I didn't care one way or another. Go do your thing. Whatever. Does he have but to? do other people need it? Probably. I mean, nah, is your owner, maybe. Is your, yeah, right? Yeah. People are far more invested in his life. It's, it's immediate family, his wife, his kids. Maybe the owner needs it. Don't embarrass your employer. That usually doesn't end well. Employers don't like okay, to be but embarrassed. Did, he's sitting there, and this gal's grinding up against him. Did, yeah. did, did he do anything wrong? He put himself in an uncompromising position for a married man. Yes. But he did, did he do anything wrong? Well, a guy who's lectured his players on not creating distractions and, you know, all in, in the way, do your job, all the slogans we've heard over time. Everybody does that. Yeah. So does he have to apologize to them? Maybe they think they need it. I know. I don't know that he has to apologize to somebody in a town where he coached college football 17 years ago. I just don't have the investment. But these other people are spending time with him. He's ordering them around. He's telling them how to behave. He's the boss at work. Okay, but he's got a boss. So 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 when you say does he have to apologize? You can't be. You had to be perfect. No, you don't have to be perfect. But if he basically broke a rule that he laid down for people who work for him, then he's... Well, what rule? Somebody filmed him at his place, don't apparently. Ca- don't cause distractions. If he's calling so people into his office... Stay in, your, stay in your house. <laughs> if he's calling people into his office, I don't know what he's doing. I'm not in the Jacksonville building at 5.30 a.m. to semi, kind of, sort of, quote Morgan Scally. Oh, it's all coaches preach the same thing. Okay. He's no different than anybody right. else. So I get how this is a distraction. Guys are looking at him like, dude... And so it got filmed. Yep. Do you realize how many distractions are out there? Isn't the NFL, isn't Tuesday their day off? How much distraction are we going to have today that isn't filmed? It's not filmed. It's not a distraction. (laughs) But I get your point. I know where you're going. I know what you're alluding to. 
Oh, man. I heard about, this is a long time ago, some BYU football players, you would all, I guarantee you all, recognize the yep. name. A big old brawl that broke out at Port of Call, which isn't even there now. It's some No, building. they tore down the whole Some federal block. building or yeah, county building. Or is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. And the thing spilled out in the street, whatever that street is there. And they're just going to town. And I heard about it. Uh, now, we're going way back. Uh, and I heard about it. And then afterward, laughing about it. And people you would know to this day. But none of it was filmed. Uh, so now with, uh, with everyone as a filmmaker, basically, uh, he's apparently having a few drinks sitting on a, on a bar stool. And what do we know about this gal? Nothing. Right. Don't know. I just, what's the standard for our uh, coaches' players? What's acceptable and what do we want out of them? Now, if you break the law, then the law gets involved and whatever happens, happens. So that's another story there, right? Like these ladies in the uh, fight. If they should be charged, then the law takes over and you go from there, you know? And I appreciate them telling the, the citizens who to vote for down there because they're obviously upstanding people and, and their voices count, just like their voices counted on this video. Uh, but if you're not breaking the law, should they be held to a standard? It's, it's an interesting, I don't have the answers. I'm not saying they should or shouldn't. I don't know. Everybody gets to decide for themselves. I don't care. I don't. I just move on. But if Jacksonville season ticket holders care, if people who buy sponsorships care, yeah, you know, if he was four zero, how much would they care? Come absolutely, on, DJ. and absolutely. <laughs> I'm not even arguing it. You don't even have to come on DJ with me. The fact he's I know I'm not thinking of you personally. Yeah, the fact he's zero and four. Is probably, but that's all the more reason not to cause a distraction. You don't have the leverage. If you're 4 0, whatever. Wait a second. That's even more hypocritical. Not. I'm not saying you're hypocritical. I'm saying the premise is. The premise is absolutely hypocritical. I know you think that. I think it 100%, but I'm not naive I know to how not. the NFL works. I'm not saying you're and not. not. Just, and not you even are. just the NFL, pro sports, and not just pro sports, business. So, the, so he could have been dancing on tables with her if he was 4 0. <laughs> if you're on a if you're on a sales staff and you're selling I don't know computers or widgets or tickets or radio I don't know whatever cars. lawnmowers cars yes any of this <laughs> and you're the top seller or you're the bottom seller which guy needs to mind his p's and q's more about what time he shows up at work oh sure yeah right but, that, but, that, but this is awful awful work hours. Which guy is going to get cut more slack on any situation? So if he's 4-0, this wouldn't be any story? No, it would absolutely be a story. Not nearly as big. What would it be? I think it would be a story. As long as you've got TMZ, as long as you've got the 30-mile zone, and anything a celebrity does, I mean, literally getting out of your car and going shopping, if you haven't been seen in public in a while, that's enough. That's why I stopped going to Kmart. I just shop online. Right. I no longer go to Kmart. Whatever star hasn't been seen in a while, they will little stand lady at the, a cocktail dress once a year. <laughs> they'll I'd, stand I'd at the bottom co- of a driveway. I was at Kmart. And they will film somebody as and they go by. It wasn't by. even necessarily the blue light special. Thank you. But now I just go online. 
So what is the definition? Basically, you're asking what is the definition of news, and it depends on who's setting the definition. Because there are organizations who aren't going to stand at the bottom of the driveway to film a celebrity leaving their house, and there are other people who will, and people will click on it. That's why I, I hop the fence when I leave. They're not catching me. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> PK and some gated mansion in Hollywood Hills. They're not Hopping getting me. the fence, cutting through some movie star's backyard, leaving his car and down I the street and around the corner. Between me and the little lady. <laughs> the two of you hopping Which the fence. Which is absolutely nothing. But hopping the fence with the golf clubs <laughs> to go play nine. We're getting on a Bel Air today. It's just an interesting situation that these guys face. Once you're a celebrity and everybody has a phone with a camera, all the rules you learned in journalism school are out the window. I know, but what what is acceptable? Like uh, we we understood that um, Quinn Snyder donated a small amount of money to who's the football player? Who's what is he a congressman now? What's his name? Burgess Burgess Owens. Owens yeah, yeah. And that's controversial. A former Raider. They did a hatchet job. On him, mm-hmm. because why? He's not allowed to. Do- that's public. That's news. Yes, but if we, would, whoever the man's candidate was, that he was an opponent, I don't know. You probably know uh, who Burgess Owens ran against. I'm blanking on his name. I don't. I can know. totally see him. He's a former oh. county mayor, Ben uh, McAdams. Thank you. Okay, that's the district. That but if he would have voted, if he would have. Given that guy money, it wouldn't have been. They wouldn't have had a been, new story it on it. It would have Come been. Come on, it's the expected versus the unexpected. And Quinn's a celebrity, but is it fair and right? Uh, we're in the thirty mile zone now, and everybody has a camera. And celebrities leaving their house. Yeah, but so this is there, isn't the thirty is mile zone. Right? This is an established publication. True story. True story. I mean, I know you're not going to say it, but I thought it was a cheap shot. If you're out there, but the flip side of that is you're out there with your politics and you're telling people what to think on an issue. What politics was he out there with? He went along with it. He's not Popovich and Steve Kerr here, who, by the way, I haven't heard them say anything. Good thing everything's perfect since last January. I missed it. What do they got to say? No, I haven't heard anything. Yeah. Thank goodness everything is perfect. But they sure had no problem telling us what they thought for before. Yeah. So you're free to... Exactly. Do whatever. Right. Right. But so is the one's trip, a new story and one's trip, not. If he would have voted, if he would have donated over here, we wouldn't have heard a you thing. Think, oh, I, agree. I totally agree. Yeah. Because it would have been what you expected. It's man bites dog, dog bites man. But what is acceptable in these guys' personal lives? That's the point. Is that there's, he can't there's even no, he can express himself politically right. without fallback unless it is appropriate by somebody decides you decide whether dog bites man or man bites dog. They decided. Mm-hmm. Who the hell are they? <laughs> well, that's what everybody always says. <laughs> They get to decide. This was unusual. How do we know? How do I know what's in Quinn Snyder's heart, what he believes politically? He hasn't told me, nor do I want to know, nor do I care. His job is to coach basketball. Or football. Oh, Quinn, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. on Urban. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't, I, I, he's a fine, upstanding man. That's all I care about. He's a decent human being. Right. I don't care what your politics are. You don't. Somebody else does. They have to decide. It's a free-for-all out there. On many issues, the standards are all over the map. And they're not what you grew up with. They're not what was normal 10, 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. And it's a free-for-all. I mean, there's nobody making rules and putting them in a book. Your journalism professor did. But people found out they could ignore him and make money. So they ignore him and they make money. And we'll leave it there. Get on our app. See what you think of what we just said. I'd love to hear your response. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Frank Dolce is here in 15 minutes. Youth's getting ready to go to USC. Dylan Colley, former BYU wide receiver, will be here at 9.05 as BYU gets ready to host Boise State. It has been a heck of a ride. But there are a lot of quarterback injuries. And the Utes dealing with the ultimate tragedy. It's uh, way more than way more than football to talk about. And at the same time, it is just football. And we'll talk about that with Frank Dolce coming up in 15 minutes. Stay with us. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. Never-ending story is more compelling than Short Circuit. No, no, stop it. no, stop. Never-ending story would win a poll against Short Circuit. Guarantee you. I can't even believe I'm putting this poll together. How do you spell circuit? <laughs> By the way, I almost hope... Do what you feel is right, I, I almost hope Never-ending story wins, because if Short Circuit wins, we're going to lose you for the rest of the show. <laughs> Show memorandum. Let's just euthanize Short Circuit. My guy is as upset as any time I've ever seen him in the history of the show. What, because we speak truth? No more Short Circuit. Take Johnny Five and put a crowbar to his head. He's done. Disassemble. Johnny Five. No disassemble! Catch Hans and Scotty every day. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Football Fridays are presented by Mountainland Supply, where the pros go for plumbing, landscaping, irrigation, agricultural irrigation, HVAC parts, tools, and safety equipment. Find a location near you at mountainland.com. So we've got this, Michael Lombardi, who's some NFL guy, right? You guys, have you heard of him, Michael Lombardi? I've heard his name, yes. According to two Jacksonville sources, there are many closed-door meetings happening over the last two days in the football offices, and none of them have anything to do with the Titans. Stay tuned. This might get ugly. If you believe all the stuff you've heard reported from sources of Jacksonville, there are divisions on the staff between the college guys and the pro guys, and things haven't been running smoothly. And it was going to be a difficult job in the first place. You weren't good. You got the number one quarterback. Great, but, man, there was a long way to go. Is this a Jerry Tarkanian? Oh, good analogy. Well played. Tark went to the Spurs and what did he do, like 15 games or something like that? Sounds like that's where it's headed. But is it because of this little dance scene or 0-4? And now they've got the excuse. Or the divisions and the misgivings even before they played a game. And what do you do to get forgiven? Because now it's like, okay, he's going to go and get the SC job. Oh, we've got that all over our Facebook page. So then he'll lead even younger men. And he was caught having uh, somebody real close to him, and he's a married man. And 
But what do we do on forgiveness? Because here's Sarkeesian coaching Texas. Give it a little time, and you can be back in whatever your job is. The good graces of the American public. Depending on what the offense is, too. It does. It doesn't matter. But there have been other college football coaches who've... Petrino, right? Yeah, but he didn't get Texas level. Well, Petrino, 11 games with the Falcons before unceremoniously departing, writing yeah, a letter. Quit. But then it was uh, his, what, his mistress, mistress on, on, the cycle, motorcycle on the motorcycle at Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when he was out one or two years. We hold these guys up. Should we even be doing that in the first place? Interesting questions to Would ponder. college sports be better if coaches made a hundred grand and there were 1,500 people in a WCC arena on a Saturday afternoon? It's not big time, but when you go big time and you're trying to win, then does all kinds of other stuff follow? I like Mark Few is dealing with it now. You know, what's acceptable there, right? Didn't he get a DUI? Yeah. I haven't heard anything about that since. So where do we go there? Boy, I'm glad I don't have to make any of these decisions because once I start uh, evaluating people, wow. Because the only difference between me and them is their sins are played out publicly. And I guarantee you, between me and Mark Few, if you listed my sins versus his sins, my sins would quadruple him a thousand times over. But I haven't gotten a DUI. So who am I to judge Mark Few? Not a bad attitude to go through life with. <laughs> We've all screwed up at some point. Yeah. It's like, and Who that was judge anybody. not good. Yeah, I'm glad I don't have to be in the position of judging human beings because, uh, well, I just couldn't do it. Stuff we've done, stuff we've thought, stuff we've said, or stuff we haven't done. I apologized to somebody yesterday. Yeah. Just yesterday. Yeah. When we come back, the Utes going to USC. You know, at some point they're going to win in the Coliseum. They are. Is this the trip? See no reason why not. We will discuss that with Frank Dolce. Next, our Ute insider and analyst for the Zone Sports Network. Stay with us.